Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm your host, Frank, and this is another one of our Think on Your Feet episodes. And I really don't have much to say about this because we are at the finale of Dark Matter, Scenario 6, Starfall. I'm not even going to do story so far, I'm just going to dive in because I think it's going to cover a lot of the information we need. And in case you don't remember, this is me face-checking this campaign, so I've never played this before, and we're just we're seeing how we get on, really. We're thinking on our feet. Scenario 6, Starfall. It is beyond doubt. The sun is experiencing an unprecedented acceleration in the decay of its hydrogen core. K2PS187 estimates that there are only a few years left before the fusion reactions that fuel our star will run out of gas and collapse on itself, generating a radioactive supernova that will destroy all life within a few light years. Whatever the cultists have done within Fragment has doomed our solar system to a premature end. Your only hope now is to convince the remainder of the various colonies of humanity of this accelerated death and help them gather the resources and technology necessary to survive the supernova in any way possible. K2PS187 makes the preparations for the navigation console as you brace for the many months long journey ahead of you, travelling across the solar system to save humanity. We check the campaign log. If we know of the abjuration of the throne, we get to read another path, but we don't, so we skip to setup. We gather the cards from Starfall, Anachronism, Deep Space, End Times, and Agents of Yogg-Sothoth. So five sets. We also set aside Hasta's Gaze. And then we also set the following cards aside. The Casilda Location, the Domag Te'il Enemy, the Maigo Sentinel Enemy, the Yidian Guard Enemy, and the Feaster from Afar, also an enemy with a scanning back. If you remember, scan is a little bit like explore. The big difference is that there are icons on the back of the cards, and you're normally looking for what an icon that matches your location. We also set aside the Dark Matter Agenda, and Tisilda's Awakening Act, as well as the Tisilda Enemy out of play. Then we have to make a couple of changes here, and these are based on, I've looked ahead obviously to set up, they're based on things we did in those three scenario threes. So if Elbrus Station has been fully stabilised, we set aside the R-No story asset out of play. We've done that, and that means we leave Project Origami story asset in play, and that will matter in a moment. If the Nostalgia 2 has been saved, set aside the Director Sichin story asset out of play. Well, that hasn't happened. So otherwise, we set aside the Last Hope story asset. And then finally, if you're allied with the Maigo, we are, we set aside the Maigo Collector story asset. And that means we leave around the Repairing the Threshold story asset. And then we create the Scanning deck, which includes the three cards we didn't set aside there, and then a shed load more. Let's just do a scanning deck count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 card deck. Give it another little shuffle. We put the following locations into play. The Tatterdemalion, Mars, Asteroid Belt and Pluto? Question mark. And we begin play at the Tatterdemalion. And then for every tally mark under Impending Doom, we're at a cool 5... We place one Doom on the agenda, and we're ready to begin. Agenda 1A, Journey Across Space. 
The sun is getting hotter every day. There might not be enough time to save everyone. K2PS187 has preemptively plotted the trajectories to the three major population centres within the solar system, but you will have to decide which ones to prioritise saving. It's 12 doom, but we're on 5 already. And there's a free trigger. During a skill test, cross out one tally mark next to your memories. Reduce the difficulty of this test by one. We have five memories and five impending doom. So we can do that ability five times. There's no limit there. So we could, in theory, make a difficult test simple. Who knows? Act 1A, and this currently is the only act card. End times. Aboard the Tatadamalian, you and your companions traverse the solar system to find a way to survive the blast and save as many as you can before the inevitable end. Action scan. Search for the topmost card in the scanning deck with an icon matching your current location and draw it. Shuffle the scanning deck. Now we remember we do have K2PS187 fully functional with us. It gives us a free action to scan each turn and when we scan we can draw a card or gain a resource once around. Objective. Find and complete as many objectives as possible before the incoming supernova. If each undefeated investigator has resigned, advance. Our token bag, we have two skulls. They're minus X. X is half the number of revealed locations without clues rounded up. So revealed without clues. So at the moment, zero revealed, even when they're revealed if they have clues. Shouldn't be too bad to start with. It might get nasty. Cultists, we have two. They're minus three. If you fail by two or more, so that would be taking a test at one up and drawing it, take one damage and one horror. And finally, Elder Things, we have two of them, minus three. If you fail, you must either place one Doom on the current agenda or take one horror for each point you fail by. So two up is a nice place to be because it turns off the negative effect of the cultist and it means we can just take a horror if we fail with the Elder Thing. Although three up obviously removes all of those from the bag. So what has Ancestral Knowledge got us? A Promise of Power, an Eye of Truth, a Manual Dexterity, a Second Manual Dexterity, and a Perception. So quite defensive there with double man decks underneath, but we can probably work with that. Let's do opening hand and then look at some locations and so on and so forth. We've drawn the Virtual Access Key, an Inquiring Mind, a Wit and Green, an Occult Lexicon Level 3, one of my upgrades, and a Second Inquiring mind. Hmm. I do like virtual access key early. I like Witten. I mean, I like all of these, really. We could do Witten, resource, occult lexicon. I reckon we chuck the inquiring minds. Ah, uh, we keep one inquiring mind as an early slot. If we're keeping Witten, we maybe chuck occult lexicon because we're going to find it again. No, we keep it. So the leveled up occult lexicon, just to remind you, when you play Blood Rite, you can change the twos to threes on it, or you can just shuffle the blood right back into your deck. So we've really not used much of that, but I know we've set aside a lot of enemies, so that might really come in handy. That would suggest to me that we keep Witten and we chuck, and keep an Inquiring Mind and we chuck three. We'll be able to fetch a Cult Lexicon again with Witten. It's a dig nine. Ah, no, it's silly to chuck it. It might even be worth keeping Virtual Access Key as well. <laughs> and just cancel horror early on. It saved us a load of horror in early scenarios. Maybe we do keep this hand. If we need to, we pick up the perception from underneath us or the promise of power for investigating. So yeah, we're just going to chuck one inquiring mind, and it's a segment of Onyx. Bit of an awkward hand. I mean, the other option is play out occult lexicon and the silver key. 
and not play Witten yet and hope to build back up. Revealing our location and working out what we're doing might make a big impact on that anyway, though. Okay, so the Tatadamalian. The Tatadamalian is large, lumbering, and slow. The piloting and most internal systems are controlled by the cybernetic supercomputer K2PS187. It is the blue T. It's two shroud and no clues. It's connected to attached location and vice versa. Moving to or from the Tatadamalian does not cost an action. And then it says bracket, free trigger. Action, attach the Tatadamalian to any location. Investigators at any location may activate this ability. Limit once per investigator per round. Okay, and then in play we've got Mars, a glimmer of hope. Many escaped to Mars on several ARC-class ships when the Ancient Ones destroyed Earth. Now it is where most of humanity remains. Seems like a good choice. Asteroid Belt. The United Colonial Coalition lies within the Asteroid Belt between the planets Mars and Jupiter. This is where the Tatadamalian was first constructed, just bef uh, before being reformed into a cultist ship. Unlike Mars, this does connect to Green Diamond, its orange heart. And then finally, Pluto question mark, mysterious signals. Strange clicking noises can be heard emanating from the barren surface on specific frequencies. Scientists believe that they may, may be life on this dwarf planet. Now, top of the scanning deck does have a similar symbol to the Tatadamalian. So a first turn is coming to mind here. We're going to need to be spending actions moving the Tatadamalian. We also can scan where we are now. So I wonder if we maybe play a cult lexicon down and then scan, freebie, gets us a card, gets us a resource and go from there. So Amanda does Amanda things, drawing an eye of truth. And I think the slot here is... Is it a segment of Onyx at this stage? It's not Witten Green, it's not a cult lexicon, it's not virtual access key, it's almost certainly not Eye of Truth. It's not a inquiring mind because there's no clues here. Yeah, maybe we do slot segment of Onyx. It seems absurd, doesn't it? But the plan will be to loop round our deck ultra fast, which we know we can do, and get it on the second loop, and then we will have played virtual access key and saved a load of horror and then switch at that end game play. I like that. So first action was play a cult lexicon. We get a blood right. We shuffle two into our deck. Second action we scan. This is our free action. The top card is matching and it is derelict ship. Revelation, put this location into play. It's three shroud and a clue. As an additional cost to scan here, you must draw the top card of the encounter deck. Ugh. The abandoned research vessel floats adrift at the edge of the solar system. There are no signs of any activity. We don't yet know why we need clues. Now, the next card in the scanning deck is indeed that symbol. So that's going to be a double action. Oh, no, it's going to be an action and a drawing a card. Now, there is scenario FAQ for this. There's just one question. Can a starship attach to another starship as traits? Yep, the ships are docked to each other. So as an action, we could attach there. And that gives us a place to investigate. Now, oh, sorry, we scanned. Do we want a card or a resource? Let's take a resource, taking us up to four. I wonder if our plan next turn is slot Inquiring Mind and be at the derelict ship so that we get the boost and we maybe scan there. Third action, we play Witten, going broke. Fourth action, let's dock the Tatadamalian there. We could be heading straight to Mars or Asteroid Belt or Pluto, but I don't think we need to go there yet. I, I think we go for clues. If it was as simple as you go to Mars and everyone's saved, it would make no sense. 
So I think we do that and we keep working through the scanning deck. And that's our four. Free trigger, let's move out onto the derelict ship. Upkeep, we draw a perception level two, we go up to one resource. Mythos, we hit six of 12 doom, and our first encounter card is a Yidian Observer. High corset, a four, four, three, preys on the fewest cards in hand, and when it attacks you, you have to lose a card at random from your hand. Okay, well, let's exhaust Ancestral Knowledge and pick up Emmanuel Dexterity. And then Amanda does Amanda things, drawing Whispers from the Deep, which has to go underneath her. <laughs> okay, this is going to be fun. Bloodright isn't going to help us much here because we've only got one resource, so that's just one damage for the Idian Observer. I think our plan must be ditch the derelict ship. So we would try and evade. We're one on three. We can have a good stab at getting higher. And then maybe we do fly down to Mars and maybe scan from there. I think that's the right line. So first action, evade. Commit a manual dexterity to be evens. Commit an inquiring mind to be three up. Skull. It's half the number of revealed locations without clues. That's just the tatadamalian, which is one. So half of that rounded up is still minus one. It's evaded. Draws us a card from the Mandex. It's an occult invocation. Two actions left, plus a scan. Can we pick up this clue here easily? We'd be a one on three. We could chuck in our perception. It only makes us a four on three. I think we, we abandon the derelict ship for now. So we do free trigger move back into the Tatadamalian. Second action, we attach the Tatadamalian to Mars. Assuming that's how it works. We could do that from anywhere. But obviously we don't want it to fly away while we're left at the derelict ship with no connections because it just has no location connections. We also can free trigger out of there into Mars. It's Hope, population 138,021 humans. Two shroud, one clue. At the end of your turn here, heal one horror and this action resign. Settle down within the last bastion of humanity and hope and hope for the best. The first structure of the colony was assembled in 2050, shortly after the end times began. Despite the harsh conditions, the colony slowly grew into the greatest metropolis, into the great metropolis it is today. It's a lovely sort of glass dome, or I imagine it's not a glass dome, but a certain type of resistant material dome. Now, we have just um, revealed a location, so let's exhaust Witten. Top nine. Do we have any tomes or relics. We have one, a segment of onyx, an otherwise a strange mixture of cards. So we've done evade and we've done move the tatadamalian. I think we do scan and we just start shaking up the scanning deck and then we've still got an action left, which could be to try for this clue. With our perception we'd be two up. It's not great, is it? Oh no, with Witten as well, because we have a tome out, we would be three up. That is That is pretty good. Do we try for the clue first? No, let's scan next. So top card doesn't match, second card does. It's Martian Ruins. Revelation, put this location into play and spawn the set-aside Yidian Guard at this location. You cannot scan Martian Ruins while there is a ready enemy at this location. It's one shroud and a clue. It is a VP, 
Discovered in the late 21st century, xenoarchaeologists determined these ruins to be of Yidian origins. So let's go fetch that Yidian guard. Three fight, two health per investigator, four evade. Forced, after you deal any amount of damage to Yidian guard, choose and discard one card from your hand. Little is known about the great race of Yith. Rumour has it that very advanced and evolved brains allow them to project their minds across time and space. It's victory one, hits for a damage and two horror, and it is at the Martian ruins. That was our third action, which was a scan. Let's get a resource for our troubles from K2PS187. Well, a blood right is going to nicely kill that off for two resources. We can't really move in there yet. Could also occult invocation to try and kill it off. So what do we do with our last action? I'm wondering if next turn a nice player slotting a perception, and we could do investigate, move to Martian ruins, we could do a cult invocation, committing something else, and that would get us more draws from the perception. And if we're going to do that, what do we do usefully for our last action here? It might be click for a resource. The advantage of not getting clues yet is one, we don't know why we need clues. Two, each revealed location without clues starts making skulls worse. The moment it's one, that it's going to tick up. The reason to get clues is obviously they're provided. It turns on I've got a plan. And also, I imagine working through this gigantic scanning deck that there are going to be things that cost us clues in some way. If there aren't, then something odd is going on. So yeah, efficiency suggests we don't try and get the clue now committing our perception. We keep our powder relatively dry, which means we take a resource and go up to three. Enemy phase, nothing happens. Upkeep, the Yidian Observer back on the derelict starship readies. We draw Obsessive, which goes into play, and go up to four resources. Now that's a nuisance. We hit seven of 12 Doom, and our encounter card is Alienation. Revelation, put this card into play in your threat area. Your maximum hand size is reduced by the shroud value of your location. It's shroud two, so that means we have a hand size of six, which we're exactly on. And it has an action investigate. If you succeed, instead of discovering clues, discard alienation. Ugh. Amanda does Amanda things. Discarding whispers from the deep, drawing a burning the midnight oil. Do we still slot a perception and then just clear obsessive, try and clear alienation? I think we slot an eye of truth here and then obsessive triggers and we see what we lose because we can pick up the other perception underneath ancestral knowledge. So now our turn begins and we discard one non-weakness card at hand. <laughs> one non-weakness card at random from our hand. It is the blood right. Okay, well, that isn't the end of the world for dealing with the Yidian guard. Double action, clear obsessive. Absolutely, we don't want it sniping any more cards. Single action, let's investigate and try and clear alienation. We're a five up. That's an elder thing, which is a minus three, pass. And then we do have a scan action, which I think we do for the resource. We're looking for a yellow circle. Three cards down is a yellow circle. It's the Olympus Telescope. Two shroud and a clue. Revelation, put this location into play. Ever since the last arc left, there's been no more radio signals received from our home planet. It's the blue triangle symbol. So, Martian Ruins connects the Hope and Olympus Telescope. Olympus tele Telescope 
connects to Hope and Martian Ruins. It's a nice little triangle. And that scan, I'm going to give us another resource, so we're up to five. Cool that you can investigate somewhere else. That's pretty cool using the telescope. But that's our turn, super simple turn. Upkeep draws us a second segment of Onyx. We go to six resources. We go to eight Doom. And our encounter card is the Dark Forest, Omen and End Times. Revelation, put it into play in your threat area. As an additional cost to trigger an action ability, draw the top two cards of the encounter deck, then discard this card. And there's a reaction at the end of your turn, test agility four. If you succeed, discard this card. I think this could still be a good turn for our kill the Idian guard play. So we would... Oh, I should have burnt the Midnight Oil last turn. To... Oh no, it's a separate action. We would, at the end of Mythos, pick up something. Do we need to pick up anything? I don't think we do, actually. So yeah, we don't pick up anything from Ancestral Knowledge. Amanda does Amanda things drawing a crack the case, and we're going to slot the Perception underneath us from our hand. And that's hopefully going to draw us lots of cards and give us options. So we'll investigate here, we'll move into the Martian Ruins, and we'll try and kill the Udian Guard. First action investigate, we're a six on two. Cultist, minus three. We're a three on two. We don't fail. We draw one card from Perception. It's I've got a plan level two. We get our first clue. Well done us. And that's it. Oh, I forgot to Witten last turn. That's okay. Second action will move into the Martian Ruins. The Yidian Guard engages us. Here's a thought, by the way, and I've, I've had this thought without actually explaining why. So Hope is yellow circle, and it reveals two locations, blue triangle and red square. My assumption is, within this 20-card scanning deck, there are only probably a couple of cards that reveal those things. And so we go to this place like Hope, we scan there a few times and reveal a bunch of locations and go and clear out those locations. Maybe something happens usefully. However, I can see that the top card of the scanning deck has the Tatadamalian symbol and the Olympus telescope symbol and green two bars and the derelict ship symbol, which is the maroon sand timer. So that makes me think that there are some weird cards with lots of scanning icons that we can maybe find. Maybe that's like the derelict ship, another thing out in space. Anywho, that was two actions. Third action, let's fight the Idian Guard. We are going to die to the Idian Guard. <laughs> We're going to lose a card to the Idian Guard. That's okay. We can maybe lose a segment of Onyx or something like that. So I think we play a Cult Invocation and keep the I've Got a Plan. So a Cult Invocation costs us two. We're down to four resources. We're going to need to discard one card to give it extra damage. I'm going to chuck a segment of Onyx because we already have one in our bin. That's fine. So that makes us a three, four, five, six, seven on three. Seven on three we'll have to do. Minus five. That is a fail. Damn. That's the end of our turn because if we scan here, we'll get hit, which doesn't seem like a good idea. Enemy phase, we take damage and two horror. I'm going to put all of these on Witten because she can take them all. And oh, sorry, at the end of our turn, we had to test agility four. We're a two on four. Thought, what about if we pick up Eye of Truth now and commit it? It would make us be a six on four. We could commit the virtual access key to be eight on four. The reason for going high would be if we succeed well, the Dark Forest is removed. 
and we get Eye of Truth boosts for future. It's whether we think the Dark Forest is bad enough that we need to do it. By the way, it has like a horrific black octopus thing in it. Let's try it. So I'm going to pick up Eye of Truth. I'm going to commit it. That makes a six on four. Virtual access key goes in. Oh, no, I'll put in the other relic, uh, the other segment of Onyx. Three up. Minus four. Wow. Fail by one on two there. The one minus five and the one minus four. Okay. Upkeep. We draw a blood right. Okay, that's that's not too bad. We go up to five resources. I think we're blood writing the Idian Guard then next turn. We hit nine of twelve doom. And our encounter card is Grim Future. Peril. Revelation. Add it to any investigator's threat area. And then it says when the act or agenda advances, take a damage and a horror. Test agility three. If you succeed, discard Grim Future. It has this children's playground in sepia with a huge skeletal person above it. Amanda does Amanda things. Do we want Promise of Power this turn to try and get a clue at the Martian ruins? If anything, we want Perception to try and do that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up Promise of Power, and then we draw the other bit of XP I spent, which is a shortcut level 2. I had 5 XP, so I upgraded the Occult Lexicon, and then I also paid 2 XP for a shortcut level 2. Bit of a risky thing to choose, given that I have no clue about the map, but I just thought it's action efficiency. If we see that there's a map with a hub location, we can pop this down and do lots of things. Of course, unfortunately, the Tathdamalian kind of has a shortcut already on it, but still, you know. That was me picking up the shortcut too. Amanda does Amanda things. Let's slot this Promise of Power. First action will play a Blood Ride. We don't need to turn the twos into threes because we only need to do two damage here. So I'm going to shuffle it back into our deck after this. We draw two cards. It's Dream Diary Dreams of a Child and a Burning the Midnight Oil. And then we're going to spend two resources taking us down to three to deal two damage. We'll lose a Burning the Midnight Oil. And I think we lose the shortcut at this point because we've got Virtual Access Key. We really want to play Dream Diary this turn. That's our two damage. The Yidian Guard goes in the victory display. Action one. Action two, we investigate. We are a two, six, seven on four. That will have to do. Minus three, that's a pass. Got to put a curse in from the promise of power, so redraw. Minus one, still a pass. We get the clue here. We crack the case for four resources. We're up to seven. Third action, let's play the Dream Diary Dreams of a Child, taking us back down to five resources. And do we scan? I think we do. Ah, if we were to scan, we would draw the top two cards of the encounter card for Dark Forest. <laughs> Is it worth it? Almost certainly not. So we forgo the scan. Then at the end of our turn, we take the Dark Forest test. We are two up with Promise of Power. We have drawn the Elder Thing. So that is either a Doom on the current agenda or take a horror. We fell by one, so we'll take one horror. I was just thinking about how it would be really nice to get the Virtual Access key down and start cancelling some horror. Particularly we have Grim Future coming 
So that's a next turn priority. Down to just three cards in hand. Virtual access key, I've got a plan, and burning the midnight oil. We've got a mandex and a perception on ancestral knowledge. Now we do upkeep. We hit a working hunch. It's lovely. Got up to six resources. We've got two clues. Skulls have gone up to minus two now because of our handiwork. We hit 10 doom of 12. Our encounter card is Space Pirates. Three fight, four health, three evade. Humanoid and criminal. Amazing art. They spawn at the nearest starship location, which is the Tatadamalian. Action, spend resources equal to Space Pirates' remaining health. Parlay, discard Space Pirates. There are still laws and regulations in space, but no one to govern them. And hits for a damage. Well, we're going to have to clear them to do really anything at the Tatadamalian. And we kind of do want to clear Dark Forest as well. So, background to us. Do we want to pick up Perception or Manual Dexterity? No, not yet. Amanda does Amanda things, drawing an Occult Invocation. I think we slot that Occult Invocation right now. It's not a great slot, but we want Burning a Midnight Oil for clues. We want Working a Hunch. We want I've Got a Plan, potentially, for clearing the Space Pirates. And we want First Action to play the Virtual Access Key, which is what we're doing. When our turn begins, we do pick up Essence of the Dream, though. So that's going to be a very good slot next time. First action is play virtual access key. Second action, let's scan. We do have to draw the top two cards of the encounter deck, but then we clear Dark Forest. So they are Offer of Power and the Colors of Space. So Offer of Power is draw two cards and place two Doom, which would cause the agenda to advance, or take two Horror. Okay, we'll take two Horror and we'll exhaust the virtual access key and take one Horror. That's that one done. The Colors of Space, Revelation Test Willpower 3, if you fail, put this card into play in your threat area. You must commit all eligible skill cards in your hand to skill tests performed at your location. And as an action, it's take a horror to discard the colours of space. Well, we're currently three on three. We could Essence of the Dream this to be five on three. Let's do that. Minus two. And there goes the Dark Forest. So that's our threat area being a little bit looked after here. We've only got Grim Future left. And scanning, we're looking for Red Square. First no, second no, third no, fourth no, fifth, sixth, seventh card. It has all of the symbols for all three of the Mars locations. And it is a Martian Crab. Five fight, three health, two evade. Spawn, any Mars location. Reaction, after you successfully evade Martian Crab, spend a clue, deal two damage to it instead of exhausting it. Mm. Wow, it's also great art. It is a gigantic crab eating up little people. It is a victory point, hits for a damage. Uh, hits for two damage. Now, where do we put this? And what do we get from that as well? I think we draw a card now with Katie Pierce 187. It's an obscure studies. That's fine. We Can we evade this ourselves? Probably not. Can we kill it with I've got a plan? We could one-shot it. We don't have to put it on us, which is the nice thing. It also teaches us that the scanning deck does have enemies in it. I was thinking that with at least one of my remaining actions to move back to hope, the reason being that you can heal horror there when you end your turn. And we're on two of seven horror with another one to come from Grim Future advancing. So if we're going to do that... Next turn, the plan could be to slot manual dexterity. 
and move in on it and evade it a couple of times, spending some of our clues. So we'll put the Martian crab, crab at the Olympus telescope. We've got two actions left. One of them is move. Is the other action draw? We could try scanning again. I think draw. It's a promise of power. And last action, we move back to hope. We'll pick up manual dexterity right now from ancestral knowledge. Then in upkeep, oh yeah, we've got the space pirates who are at the Tatadamalian as well. At least they don't hunt. Upkeep, we draw a second working a hunch, go up to five resources. We hit 11 of 12 doom, and our encounter card is Void Bayaki, a 3-3-4. Spawn, any location without clues on it, it's a hunter. And Void Bayaki moves as if all locations without clues on them are connected to each other. The strange alien creatures are theorised to be attuned to the galactic magnetic field, granting them the ability to travel faster than light. Ooh. Well, the choices are to spawn it at the Tatadam alien, on us, or at the Martian ruins. If we put it at the Martian ruins and we go and deal with the crab, it gets to us. It's going to get to us anyway, so I think we put it on us. And maybe first action is try and snipe it with I've Got a Plan. If we're going for the I've Got a Plan snipe, are we also moving in on the crab? Not yet. Oh, I forgot to heal a horror for ending my turn here. The feeling I'm getting, slightly I feel like I'm playing sloppily, but I feel like I'm a little bit bogged down. We've drawn a lot of enemies recently. This is number four in the last wee while. We can kill them, but what it's leading to is these slightly inefficient turns of rather than like move, clue, move, it's sort of, oh, fight, then faff around, then... Hmm. Anywho, do we pick up the perception from underneath ancestral knowledge? The answer is yes. And then Amanda does Amanda things, drawing a pathfinder. That is going to help. And what are we slotting here? If we slot promise of power, we could fight the Bayaki, play the pathfinder and move down to the crab and evade the crab. We won't kill it though, which is a bit of a nuisance. We could fight the Bayaki move into the Tatadamalian and spend resources to get rid of the pirates? No. I think the plan is we stay at Mars, because the objective is find and complete as many objectives as possible before the incoming supernova. So we've done a bit of scanning here. We've got one, two, three, four cards of 20 out, so just 20%. So we just keep pushing, keep pushing on Mars. And that means we could try scanning again here. So kill Void Bayaki, scan, and then decide what we do. Anywho, what does that mean we put underneath us? I think it is Promise of Power. First action. We pay two for I've Got a Plan, taking us down to three resources. Oh, Essence of the Dream comes to our hand. We are a two, three, seven, eight, nine on three. We add a curse. That is an Elder Thing. That's a minus three. Succeed by three. Void Bayaki is dead. Can play Pathfinder. I'm not going to do it yet. No, I should. I should. There's no reason not to. So I'm going to spend three play Pathfinder, second action. Third action, I'm going to scan. We're looking for yellow circle. No, 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 no. Yellow circle and blue triangle. I think that's the only yellow circle left, although I'm not 100% sure. Takes us down to 15 cards left in the scanning deck. It's Director Sishin. Hope is in danger. Oh, that's hope. That's where we are. Revelation. Attach Director to hope. 
Objective, if March, Martian Crab is in the victory display, remove Director Sishin from the game and put the set-aside Last Hope story asset into play next to the act deck. With few remaining soldiers, Director Sishin requests your aid in defending against the assault of the Martians. Bingo, we found an objective here. So that was our scan, and we will take a resource for that. And we know what we need to do, which is to deal with the crab. We could pathfind down there and last action try to evade. It would still hit us for two damage, which we can take, and we'd be using the promise of power. Next turn, we have either Essence of a Dream or Manual Dexterity or Obscure Studies. We could even Obscure Studies switch if we wanted to. That would be the progress turn. It would be taking damage, but it would be saying we're pushing on. Other option for the last action is what? Take a resource. Feels bad. We are taking a damage and horror as well from Grim Future. Um, so yeah, that would be taking us up to four health left. have no easy damage option, although we've only done one I've got a plan. So other reason to draw last action would be if we draw I've got a plan. Next turn we just do a single attack on the Martian Crab. We've got the clues, we don't even need to spend them then and it's gone. We are speeding up, which is nice. It's just the decision of how we go about this. I think we keep the clues. I think last action draw. Although that will overdraw us. Last action resource. Absolutely paltry, but there we go. Upkeep. Not much else happens, but we do draw a dream enhancing serum and go up to three resources. DES for looping our deck is going to be so important. We are on eight cards in hand now. And we hit 12 doom. So we take a damage and a horror. We put them both on us. And we can actually virtual access key to cancel that. And because we ended our turn at hope, we would have healed the horror. So we're just on one damage. Ah, uh, now we need to test agility three. And if we succeed, we get rid of the grim future. So I think what I do here is I actually obscure studies to not add another curse. And that makes us a five on three testing here. Zero. Grim Future goes. And now we advance to Agenda 1B. Sol, it's a location. It's the plus symbol. It's nine shroud and no clues. Revelation, put this location into play. Forced, after you enter this location, you're immediately killed. The sun glares with unrivaled intensity in the night sky, challenging and defeating all in a vicious battle for attention. Wow. Agenda 2A, Red Sun. Solar flares and radioactive emissions have been surging in frequency beyond expected fluctuations. Despite the increasingly dangerous environment, you carry on with your quest to save the future of humanity. There's the same ability to lose memories to reduce difficulty. Man, we failed two tests by one. If only we'd known that. Well, we did know that. And it's a five doomer. Okay, our encounter card is another space pirates. Wow, the Tatadamalian is mobbed by space pirates. That's going to be awkward getting out of here. They're 3-4-3, three, three, and you can spend four resources to kill them. Amanda does Amanda things, drawing a Eureka. What do we want to slot for the kill? We slot Essence of the Dream because our hand is now eight cards. Uh, it's going to drop as soon as we... <laughs> Let's slot a working a hunch. That's not good. It's the same, basically, and we keep Essence. So we're going to Pathfind down. Oh, no, hang on, we're not, why am I slotting, <laughs> I'm slotting intellect icons thinking I had an I've got a plan, which I don't. We're slotting manual dexterity, because we're going to try and evade this twice, and spend two clues to try and kill it, which is 
an awkward way of doing it, but there we go. So that's going to be two up for this test. So first action, we'll put in... Hmm. Manual dexterity is the wrong slot here. I'm just thinking about this. Promise a power underneath us means that we can evade twice at four up and investigate here at five up. So promise of power goes underneath us. In we go. Evading at four up. Skull. That is a minus two. Oh, it's a there's soul now, which is a revealed location with no clues. One, two, three, four. Halved. It's still minus two, yeah. So it's evaded. We'll spend a clue to deal two damage. That's so awkward. Second action, we'll try again. Another curse goes in. Four up. That's the tentacle. Third action, we'll try again. I'm going to put the manual dexterity in as well. Six up. Curse. Four up. Skull. That's minus four total. That's a pass. We'll spend our last clue. We'll kill the crab. It goes in the victory display. That's our three actions. If Martian Crab is in the victory display, we remove the director from the game and put the set aside Last Hope story asset into play next to the act deck. Okay, this was set aside. Last Hope. Put Last Hope into play next to the act deck. Objective. Find a way to protect hope. If an investigator at hope controls shielding device, remove it from the game and spend two clues as a group to add this card to the victory display. Rumour has it that the electromagnetic shielding technology has already been developed by humanity in certain secret laboratories. This player is getting busy. Well, the bad news is we only have zero clues. We do have a scan action left. So I think we do scan from the Olympus telescope. And the Tatadamalian is completely mobbed by pirates. I'm not fancying my chances here, but yeah, let's scan. We're looking for blue triangle. Okay, there is one. Moonbase Laboratory. It's three shroud and two clues. Revelation put it into play. You cannot scan Moonbase Laboratory while there are clues on it, and forced at the end of the round, if there is a starship attached to this location, place one resource on this location to a maximum of three. If there are three resources on it, spawn the set-aside Domag to eel enemy at this location, and it's victory one. It is the green two bars location. Do you think the moon-based laboratory would be a way to find a shielding device? We're down to 14 cards in the scanning deck. So we are making some progress there. Actually, as well, from Olympus Telescope as a double action, we can investigate moon-based laboratory. Anyway, we'll take another resource. Money is what we need here. Enemy phase, nothing happens. Upkeep, we draw a second Eureka. Our hand is Dream Enhancing Serum. Two working a hunch of burning the midnight oil, two Eureka, a perception, and an essence of the dream. And that takes us up to five resources. We hit one of five doom. I'm starting to feel a bit despairing, mainly because of the Tatadamalian, but we'll find a way through. We'll find a way through. And we draw a cyber cultist. Three fight, one health, one evade. Spawn any colony location. Forced, after you perform a successful scan, place one doom on cyber cultist. At first, it was only a small sacrifice. Ugh. Well, it's at hope. We're going to head to hope. The question is whether there's anything else to find from the Olympus telescope. And Amanda does Amanda things. Drawing, I've got a plan. 
My thinking would be maybe slot the perception two here. And our turn could be play DES, investigate, pathfind in, kill the cyber cultist. Is there a way of us killing the cyber cultist using fists? Essence of the dream could do it and saving what the I've got a plan. I mean, we don't have enough clues for... I think there's only one blood right in our discard pile. No, there's two. How many cards left in our deck? Seven. If we slot perception, this is my thinking here, we go hard with the investigate. We're a three, six on two. Draw a couple of cards. If we get a blood right, that is a great cyber cultist killer because just move in draw a couple of cards we could even discard a couple of cards for resources if we wanted to doesn't really help us getting past the space pirates and in fact if i play des i am fearful of then having no way of really dealing with those space pirates really blocked up the tattered alien okay so i could play des first action investigate using burn it, burning the midnight oil second action it takes me up to four resources at that point, we'd know either we're killing the cyber cultist or we could scan at the telescope again. So yeah, let's let's play it through. First is DES. Second is burning the midnight oil. Six on two. I'm going to put in one Eureka, seven on two. Plus one, eight on two. So we draw two cards from Perception. It's an Inquiring Mind and a Dream Diary. And then Eureka looks at the top three. It's a Witten, a Crack the Case, or a Blood Rite. We'll take the Blood Rite. DES hasn't triggered yet, that's fine. We do get the clue here. Do we scan here? I think we do. Our hand is Dream Diary, two working a hunch, I've got a plan, Blood Rite, Essence of the Dream, Eureka, and Inquiring Mind. So we'll scan, getting us another resource, we're back up to five. We're looking for blue triangle. There is one, who I think it's going to be an enemy. It is the Shambler from the Stars. Three fight, two health, three evade, monster and elite. It's aloof and hunter. It cannot be engaged except by the ability below. Forced, after you trigger an action ability at its location, Shambler from the Stars engages and attacks you. Limit once per round. Okay, it seems to me like the, the things on the scanning deck with lots of icons on the back of them are the enemies. So, yeah, we've maybe done this in a poor way of just sort of digging through. We're down to 13 cards in the deck. It is aloof, though, and it's, it's Hunter, so that's fine. Now, we've performed a successful scan, so we add a Doom to the Cyber Cultist. We have one action left. We'll Pathfind. Luckily, we're not engaged with any enemies. Up to Hope. The cyber cultist engages us, and we will play a blood ride to draw two cards. It's a crack the case and a wit and green. I did shuffle that deck, to assure you. Or I should really have decided, shouldn't I, before? No, I'm happy to shuffle it back in. So yeah, draw two. Now I can discard up to two cards. For each card I discard, I can either gain a resource or spend a resource to deal a damage. Our hand is nine cards, so we're definitely discarding some things. Oh no, double working a hunch is not a problem. I think we just discard Essence of the Dream, pay one. That's a dead cyber cultist. Is there anything else we want to discard? No. And Blood Rite goes back in. Phew. This turn turned long. The brain burn is real. If we can get into the Tatadamalian and deal with the space pirates, 
somehow. We can leave the Shambler from the stars here on Mars. We're going to need, when we hit the Moonbase Laboratory, it gains resources and uh, then spawns the Domarg Teal enemy. So I think if we just go into Tatadamalian, deal with space pirates and maybe fly somewhere else, we're away from the Shambler from the stars. Well, that's a veep. Like, it's not the worst thing to deal with it. Enemy phase, it hunts to our location. Upkeep, we draw a second Pathfinder. So our hand is Pathfinder, Witten, Dream Diary. Two working a hunch, which counts as one. A crack the case, I've got a plan, Eureka, an inquiring mind. So a nice nine card hand, and we're on five resources. Unfortunately, that means our kill solutions are pretty limited for the space pirates. We're looking at an I've got a plan for two damage, parlay for another two resources, so that would be two actions and four resources. May as well do one action and four resources to just get rid of one. I'm getting ahead of myself. We place a doom. Our encounter card is Future Evils. Put it into play next to the agenda deck. After a scenario card places any amount of doom on a card, place one additional doom and discard Future Evils. This effect may cause the current agenda to advance. Amanda does Amanda things. Draw in a Dream Enhancing Serum. What do we slot and how are we going to do things? Well, slotting a Eureka is no bad. We could move... Well, free trigger in. Parlay one, we're down to one resource. With Eureka, the other Dream Diary, and a Pathfinder. Oh, we're going to be picking up Essence of the Dream. We could hope to evade one. So that would be two actions gone. We could then fly away with the Tatsdamalian somewhere. It could be to the moon base lab. And we didn't get back in there. We'd still have actions left to get clues. Yeah, okay, fine. Eureka gets slotted. It's, it's the evade that's going to be tricky. Free move into the Tatadamalian. Both space pirates engage us. Essence of the Dream has also come to hand. We have a nice full hand. We spend four of our five resources to get rid of one space pirate. First action. Second action, we try and evade the other space pirates. We're a three on three but we'll put Essence of the Dream in, and we still have a lovely, you can hear the little riffles, eight, nine cards in hand. So that is a plus four. Three, so four up. So I will put in my other Pathfinder, still eight cards in hand, to be five up. Curse, three up. Cultist, minus three. That's exactly a pass. There are, at the moment, four, five locations in play with no clues, so skulls have gone to minus three. This Space Pirates is evaded second action. Third action, let's fly the Tatadamalian to the moon base laboratory. Free trigger, we can move out into it, and then it's going to start resourcing, and there's nothing we can do. I think it's still the right place to go. We can't scan there. We don't really want to scan at the Tatadamalian. Oh, we could scan at the Tatadamalian for a resource. Let's do that. So we'll, before we move out, we'll do a scan action. We're looking for blue tea. In my haste to steam ahead there, I've missed a couple of things. So I did free trigger move in to the Tatadamalian. First action parlay. Second action evade. I didn't actually trigger Eureka, which is slotted under me. I only have one card in my deck, it's the Blood Rite. So that's my deck emptied. Third action was then move the Tatadamalian, and then fourth action is scan, and I've revealed Earth, the stars were right. Three shroud, two clues. 
Revelation, put this location into play. Check your campaign log. Each investigator who has been corrupted by the earth takes two damage. We have not, thank goodness. And after you enter this location, you're immediately driven insane. It's three shroud and two clues and victory two. So there must be a way of getting in there that ignores that forced effect, but I don't know what it is. That scan has earned us a, a resource. Thank you. And then we'll use the free trigger into the moon base landing. And I think we will pay two to work a hunch here to go broke and get a clue here. My thinking being we just need to get one clue next turn and get out of here. And yeah, probably crack the case here as well and rebuild. Enemy phase. The Shambler can't hunt to us because it's now not connected to us. Upkeep the space pirates ready. We place a resource on the moon base laboratory and remember when we get to three there's a problem. We ourselves get a resource and our deck shuffles up. Moments ago I was thinking I was really behind on this one and really struggling. I don't know how much time I have left. I know there's another agenda after this one, but if it's another five Duma, we're very much at the end of zone and we will have maybe saved Mars and nothing else. And I say maybe because I don't even know if we've done that yet. There is a resign location at Hope at least, which is a way out. 13 cards left in the scanning deck, if I'm correct. So that means that in the Mars section, we got one, two, th two enemies. So like a five card selection. So if we think of another five cards for the asteroid belt and another five for Pluto, that would be 15 cards, leaving five randoms, which would be Moonbase Laboratory, Earth, the derelict ship, and maybe a couple of other sort of floating locations, maybe. I'm assuming that each, each location is its own selection of things. Okay. That's my deck shuffled up. I take a horror, which I cancel with a virtual access key, drawing an occult invocation. I think I'm over hand limit now. I've got DES, Witten, Dream Diary, Working a Hunch. I've got a plan, Crack the Case, Occult Invocation, Blood Rite, and Inquiring Mind. I'm probably slotting Inquiring Mind. I think we lose the second Witten. No, we lose the Dream Enhancing Serum. The extra draw would be nice, but we have one resource, so it's not happening. We hit three Doom. Remembering we do have future evils in play as well, which is the extra Doom producer. And our encounter card is another Void Buyer key. It spawns on any location without clues. It's a hunter and it moves as if all locations without clues on them are connected to each other. So we could put it on Sol and it, it will fly straight to the Tassadamalian. You know what would be really good here is any kind of Butterfingers cards. Dropping clues back on locations to, to make the skulls more reasonable. And to generally protect ourselves. So we're going to slot Inquiring Mind, we're going to investigate and crack the case, and we're then going to move back in, and we're then going to try and kill the space pirates, probably with the I've Got a Plan. Could we then also cult Invocation, shedding another couple of cards, and kill the Void Buyer Key? It would be tight, but that would... Or... We could also parlay the space pirates. I think we put the void biarchy here again, as in by here I mean on the Tassadamalian. Hmm, I'm forgetting one thing. The moon base lab, we're going to get the clue and then we're going to scan here, hoping for those green bars, but that might require us to do something else. So we'll put the void biarchy away and either we're taking a hit from it, which is nasty, we'll put it over in the Martian ruins because it can fly to the Tassadamalian, or I could fly straight to us on the moon base lab, couldn't it? 
That's no bad thing because that spreads out enemies. Other option is we put it on the Tatadamalian and we know if we're going back into the Tatadamalian we need to parlay the Space Pirates and kill the Void Bayaki. And in fact, we could kill them both. Because if we're up to four resources, that's an I've got a plan followed by an Occult Invocation. Let's. I'm going to put them, I'm changing my mind, I'm going to put in the Tatadamalian. Amanda does Amanda things, drawing a Burning the Midnight Oil, discarding a Eureka, and we slot the Inquiring Mind. We're going to be a bit richer, so we're going to burn the Midnight Oil, go up to three resources... We are a 3-6. Ooh, we grabbed Essence of the Dream as well. 6 on 3. And we'll commit this working a hunch. 8 on 3. Minus 1, 7 on 3. We get the clue. We crack the case. Taking us up to 6 resources. Second action, we scan. We're looking for green 2 lines. It's the K11 survey unit. It's a story asset. Put this card under the control of an investigator at your location. Action scan. Choose a connecting location and exhaust K11 survey unit. Search for the topmost card in the scanning deck with an icon matching the chosen location and draw it. Shuffle the scanning deck. Okay, so we've got a scan at range ability. Do we think there's anything else to get out of this location? That also gets us another resource. Well, we could free trigger in and try and kill the Bayaki and clear out the pirates, two actions, and we'd still have a turn to be able to scan at the Moonbase Laboratory. We could even do the scan from the Tastamalian, because it's connected and vice versa, and then plan to fly away. So yeah, I think we do. It, the gamble is that there's another thing for the Moonbase Lab. So we free trigger in. We have seven resources, and that is exactly enough to kill both the Space Pirates and the Void Bayaki. So we pay four and parlay and clear out the Space Pirates. And then we have a Blood Rite, which we can use the three ability for. We could plan to spend Wit and Green and Dream Diary and Essence of the Dream. But first we draw three cards. It's a Perception 2, a Eureka, and the Shortcut. And then we're going to spend three resources and discard three cards to deal three damage. We'll discard the Wit and we'll discard the Dream Diary. No dupes in that. I think then we discard the Essence of the Dream because it can come back to hand. And the Blood Rite goes. And that's the Void Bayaki dead. Wow. Clearing through some enemies there. That's actions three and four. We could fly away, but we don't have an action to fly away. So we do upkeep. It's obsessive. I thought we'd be seeing... Weaknesses again. The Moonbase Laboratory goes up to two resources. We go up to one resource. We hit four Doom. And our encounter card is Alienation. Put this card into play in your threat area. Your maximum hand size is reduced by the shroud value of your location. Wow. <laughs> like five turns ago, that's exactly the same sequence that happened where we drew Obsessive into Alienation. Fair enough. Amanda does Amanda things. Drawing an Occult Invocation. Yes! Exhausting Dream Enhancing Serum. It's our first DES trigger, which draws us a Blood Rite. Two of those, unfortunately. What are we going to slot? Do we slot the shortcut here? And then we've just got like a nice range of cards. We don't want to slot the Perception because we want to slot it when we draw. We slot the Eureka. It's the same icons as the, as the shortcut, and we mind less about losing the shortcut because now Obsessive Triggers and kills one of the occult invocations. Double action, we clear obsessive. We don't need to clear alienation yet. 
third action will use K11 scanning. It's a free action from K2 PS187. And we're going to hope that the Moonbase Laboratory has a second card. It does. That takes us down to 11 cards in the scanning deck. I'm just going to count them. 10 cards. I think I must have forgotten to take down one. That scan is going to give us a resource. We're up to two. And it reveals the shielding device. Okay. Electromagnetic barrier. Revelation, put this card into play under the control of an investigator at your location. Well, that's me. Reaction, when an investigator at your location takes any amount of damage and or horror, spend one resource and exhaust shielding device, cancel that damage and horror. Wow. So if you're rich, like Preston in this can just cancel damage for days. Our objective for Last Hope is find a way to protect Hope. If an investigator at Hope controls shielding device, remove it from the game and spend two clues as a group to add this card to the victory display. We have one action left. We could fly with a Tatadamalian to hope, move to free trigger, move into hope, complete the objective. The Shambler from the Stars is there, but it's aloof. And then our plan next time would be to go back in. And hope is also Shroud too, so it's not going to kill our hand. Let's do it. The Tatadamalian flies us there. It's a limit once per round moving the Tatadamalian, so that's good. And we'll jump off. Remove the shielding device from the game. Spend two clues. We're down to one to add this card to the victory display. I don't know what else happens when we do that, but it's done. That's another objective completed. We've done two. It's whether we now go to a different planet, basically. Pluto or asteroid belt and see what we get on with there. Enemy phase, nothing. Upkeep, we draw... A blood right. We have one in hand. So DES exhausts, drawing us a promise of power. Deck is starting to feel like it's singing a bit more. And we got three resources, but we hit five doom. Oh, does that? And then we check hand size. Oh no, we're fine. The double blood rights count as one, so we're on six cards. I believe Future Evils is still in play. Because it says after a scenario card places any amount of doom on a card, place one, one additional doom and discard it, this effect can cause the current agenda to advance. And it's placed into play next to the agenda deck, not attached to the current agenda. So I think it's still live. Fall of soul. Months have passed since you've begun your mission, it feels that way, to save the various colonies. You've travelled between the planets and met many strange and interesting people. Some have been helpful, helping you get accustomed to the technology of the future, or pointing you towards the right direction. Most, however, have regarded you with suspicion and wariness because of the past you must unfortunately wear on your sleeve. The colonies of humanity scramble to survive the blast in any way possible. Many decide to launch their starships into deep space, hoping to escape the blast, even though the current generation of vessels do not have the speed necessary to escape the danger zone. The majority of colonists strive to make the most out of the last few years humanity has left. Shuffle the set-aside Hasta's Gaze encounter set into the encounter deck, along with the encounter discard pile. And then we have Agenda 3, Supernova. The end is nigh. The sun's core is decaying at an extraordinary rate. The billion years that humans once believed it had before the star sputters out and dies has been reduced to only a handful of months. There isn't much time left before your entire world is annihilated. Same free triggered ability to make tests easier. Six doom now, and we do have future evils still in play. Our encounter card is 
Solar Flare. Oh, it's one of the cards that's new. Revelation Test Agility 4. For each point you fail by, you must either choose and discard a card from your hand or take a damage in the horror. We are a 3 on 4. Let's put our shortcut in 4 on 4 and our promise of power 8 on 4. Zero, that's a pass. Eureka underneath us shows us a manual dexterity, a pathfinder, or a manual dexterity. Well, we'll take a manual dexterity. Solar flare goes. Basically got five turns left. This is just me shuffling my deck. Before Amanda does Amanda things, let's just think. As a free trigger, we can get into the Tastamalian, and as an action, we can fly away. We could go to Pluto or the asteroid belt. I feel like we want to resign this one before Agenda 3 ticks over. I know that there's a set-aside act and agenda and a boss and all sorts of other things. At the moment, I'm not seeing any clue of how to get there. It seems like we've protected Mars, but beyond that, I don't know what to do. The other thing is we do know how to resign. There was a resign action here at Hope, the, the Mars base, the Martian base. To get there, we'd need an action with the Tatadamalian and an action resign. So we just need two actions, which we should be able to do because we can move on and off the Tatadamalian as a free trigger. So Amanda does Amanda things, drawing a cracker case, discarding a Eureka. Shall we slot the perception underneath us and hope to go investigating? We then draw an essence of the dream. Free trigger, we get onto the Tatadamalian. I think first action, we try and clear alienation, investigating. We are a 3-6 on 2. Plus 1, 7 on 2. Alienation goes, and we draw two cards. It's an Eye of Truth and a Segment of Onyx. Ah, yes. The Segment. For second action, we'll fly the Tatadamalian, and I think, should we do the Asteroid Belt or Pluto? Strange clicking noises. Let's go to Pluto. It's two shroud and a clue. It's Yuggoth. Population 23,615 Mygo. Colony in Pluto. Forced, after you reveal Yuggoth, spawn the set-aside Mygo Sentinel at this location. The Mygo Sentinel is four fight, two health, three evade, aloof and a hunter, after you reveal a Skull Cultist tablet or Elder Thing token at Mygo Sentinel's location, move one of your clues onto Mygo Sentinel, and there's a forced effect when you defeat Mygo Sentinel, take control of all of its clues. It's victory one, hits for two damage and a horror. During your turn, if you're at a Pluto location or a Starship location attached to a Pluto location, which we are, reveal and resolve an additional Chaos token during skill tests you perform. Now, the sun shines there no brighter than a star, but the strange fungoid Mygo need no light. Oof. So that's two actions in the, in the bank. We do want to scan there. Are we in a position to kill the Mygo Sentinel? Well, a blood ride and two resources would be very easy. So let's free trigger move in. Let's blood ride. We're going to do a shuffle back in with this blood ride. So draw two. It's a segment of Onyx and an obscure studies. And what are we going to pay two for then? A manual dexterity. Get rid of that. And maybe the occult invocation. And the blood right goes back into our deck and the Mygo Sentinel is dead. That was action three. We still have a scan action left. So let's scan. 
We don't want to use the K11 survey unit. It's a robot dog. <laughs> we will just use the scan here. We're looking for the, the pink moon. We're going to get a resource from K2PS187. Top card, no. Second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh card is pink moon. Threshold of Yogoth. Revelation, put this location into play. Three shroud, two clues. Forced, when you would scan at Threshold of Yogoth, reveal a random chaos token for each clue on it. If you reveal a skull, cultist, tablet, elder thing, or autofell token, cancel that scan and take one horror instead. Both of these locations are veeps. They're pretty easy to clear. It's just if we were to clear them, we'd be... If we even clear one, I think we're up to... Yeah, if we clear one, we're up to minus fours. So we can clear both and we'd still have two skulls as two minus fours. Enemy phase, nothing. The Shambler and the Yidian Observer don't do anything. Upkeep, we draw whispers from the deep. Cards in hand are, I've got a plan, blood right, crack the case. Two segment of Onyx, counting as one. Essence of the dream, eye of truth, obscure studies, and whispers from the deep. So that's nine cards, but counting as eight. We go to one of six doom, and our encounter card is... Another solar flare. Test agility four. For each point you fell by, you must either choose and discard a card from your hand or take a damage and a horror. Well, let's obscure studies to bring the perception back. And let's commit whispers from the deep. So that would make us a five, a four on four. I think we... Mm, do we essence of the dream this? No, we eye of truth it. Let's eye of truth it. I think there's another solar flare in there as well. Four up. That is an elder thing, that's a minus three. So that solar flare is Eye of Truth. And Whispers of the Deep is discarded. Amanda does Amanda things, drawing a burning the midnight oil, discarding an obscure studies. This turn is an investigate like mad turn, so let's slot a perception. I think this turn we investigate here for a pathfind down to the threshold of Yogoth and investigate there busily as well. I hope to draw some cards. So first action, investigate. We are a five, six with Witten. I keep forget forgetting to do Witten as well. It's criminal, really. Like last turn, I put two locations into play, completely forgot. <laughs> I think I've done Witten twice, and I've put one, two, three, four, five, six, seven locations into play. I mean, my hand is not hurting too much, but the last segment of Onyx might be nice. Oh well, if I keep forgetting, I keep forgetting. And the lesson is to remember. You know what's funny as well? When I pause to get a coffee, I even reminded myself, stop forgetting Witten. I think there's just, it's maybe the one thing too many for me to remember. Maybe. Okay, investigating here. Six on two. Six on two will have to do. That's a curse, revealing another token. A minus two, and then we have to reveal another token because we're at a Pluto location. Skull. So that's a fail and the curse is removed. Do we try again for this clue? No, we pathfind down and we go to Threshold of Yogurt. This is the three shroud location. So we're three up here because this is the one I really want to clear. So I'll burn the Midnight Oil second action, taking us up to five resources. Three... Three up investigating. Minus two, clue. And we draw a card from perception. It's an I've got a plan. Dream enhancing serum exhausts, drawing us an eye of truth. Third action. Do we try again? 
do the commit essence of the dream. Four up. Um, I'm just reading Yogoth again. During your turn, if you're at a Pluto location or a Starship location attached to a Pluto location, reveal and resolve an additional Chaos Token during skill test to perform. I think it's a double, double token everywhere in Pluto. So what did I just pull for that one? Okay, I've pulled a zero as well. That's still a pass. Third action, I try again. This is the one with Essence of the Dream, four up. Auto fail zero is a fail. And then I will scan here. And I have to reveal a token. It's a minus two, so I'm allowed to scan. I'm looking for green blobs, and I will take a resource, taking us up to six. Green blobs is the second card. It's repairing the threshold. Put this card into play next to the act deck. Objective, help the Mygo travel back to their home world by returning the lost Yidian artifact. If an investigator at Threshold of Yogoth controls Stasis Cube, remove it from the game and spend two clues as a group to add this card to the victory display. Okay, well, we need to find the Stasis Cube. How? <laughs> we keep scanning here. We try and get the last clue, maybe with a working hunch if we can get it. And then we scan here, where at least it's not too bad. Yeah, that's that's the right play. That's all of our actions, I think. We did failed investigate, pathfind, successful investigate, failed investigate, scan. Upkeep. It's a segment of Onyx. We can exhaust Dream Enhancing Serum. This is the fourth draw from Dream Enhancing Serum, which draws us an inquiring mind. And our hand is two I've got a plan, three segment of Onyx, a blood right, a crack the case, an eye of truth, an inquiring mind, and we're at seven resources. We hit two doom, and our encounter card is another alienation. So our hand size is now five. I think the way of starting to clear this is we lose the virtual access key and spend three resources with the three segments. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Amanda does Amanda things. It's a perception. We lose that perception. What do we slot? Let's slot the Inquiring Mind, although I don't think... No, we'll slot the Eye of Truth if we're about to snipe this clue. Yeah, that's the right play. Inquiring Mind Perception, Crack the Case, Blood Right, and two I've Got a Plans. And out comes Pendant of the Queen with three charges. And we immediately spend one to buy this clue here. We're up to three clues when we crack the case. Back up to seven resources. First action scan. We don't need to reveal an extra token now so we just can scan and we're looking for green blobs this might be a whiff action oh no there is a, oh, it's got lots of icons on it though is it going to be an enemy it's the universal archives theory of everything revelation put this card into play under the control of an investigator at your location that's me action if the top card of the scanning deck contains an icon matching any revealed location Exhaust Universal Archives, scan, scan as if you were at that location, shuffle the scanning deck. Wow, it's even better than the K11 survey unit. You can just scan anywhere as long as, as long as there's a match. And we'll draw a card. It's the Manual Dexterity, because we are on seven resources here. Up shuffles the scanning deck. Seven cards left in it. The top icon now is Heart which matches the asteroid belt, which isn't revealed. So we can't, unfortunately, use the Universal Archives for that. What is our, our way out of this? 
I mean, I think I think we keep trying to repair the threshold, and there's obviously another another thing to do. I think we scan again second action because we need to see if there's anything else to find at the threshold of Yogoth. And we need, when we do that, to keep an eye out for Pink Moon as well. The one place we've really not done much scanning from is the derelict ship, which is the maroon sand timer where the Ithian Observer is, and also Earth, where we don't want to go, and Sol, where we also don't want to go. So, so yeah, second action we scan again. We're looking for green blobs. Pink Heart, Teardrop and Plus, which is Sol and Earth. Teardrop and Red Square which is the Martian Ruins, Green Diamond, which is the location off the asteroid belt, Sand Timer, which is Derelict Strip, Plus, which is off Sol, and Orange Heart and Green Diamond, which is Asteroid Belt. None of those was was Moon, or I think we've cleared out this area, so we need to go find the Stasis Cube. And with seven cards left, like, one of them is Sol, Ah, we want the soul one to be at the top and we can scan as if we were there using the universal archives, but we don't enter the location because it's only as if we're there. It's not we are there, so we're not killed. And likewise for the earth. So we shuffle up the scanning deck and if it's brown teardrop, that's earth and we can scan there. And if it's the plus symbol, that's soul and we can scan there. And we probably need to be heading back to the Tatsdamalian. It's teardrop and plus. Wow. So third action, let's scan using the Universal Archives. If the top card of the scanning deck contains an icon matching any revealed location, Earth, exhaust Universal Archives, scan, scan as if you were at that location. Well, as if I was there, but I'm not actually, I think I'm not driven insane by this because I don't enter it. I'm just treated as though I'm there, but there's no move in or move out. It is the Pallid Mask. Revelation, put this card into play under the control of an investigator at your location. Free trigger, exhaust the Pallid Mask, test intellect three. If you succeed, you may move to any revealed location. If you fail, take a direct horror. And then the last card on top of the, the next card on top of the scanning deck is Orange Heart. So we'll pathfind to Yugoth. We'll use the free trigger to enter the Tatadamalian. And then as an action, we'll move to Asteroid Belt. And we'll use the free trigger to move out. Exhausting Witten Green. I'm learning, guys, to look at the top nine cards. Well, we've only got four. And it's Pathfinder, Promise of Power, Bloodright, and Working a Hunch. New Brooklyn. Population 4,034 humans. Two Shroud and a Clue. At the end of your turn, heal a damage. And there's Action Resign. Rejoin the United Colonial Coalition and try to live a normal life among the stars. Forged from the remains of mining outposts and scientific space stations, the UCC has one goal, the survival of humanity at whatever cost. And we're there now. Enemy phase nothing. Upkeep. Our play area has got very busy. Essence of the dream should be in my hand. We draw a promise of power and go up to eight resources. We have three clues, which is nice. So we've got Pendant of the Queen with two charges. We've got Witten Green with a damage and a horror left on her. We've got Dream Diary Dreams of a Child and Occult Lexicon in our hands. K2PS187 doing insane work for us, an empty ancestral knowledge. Pathfinder and Dream Enhancing Serum. And then we've also got the Pallid Mask, K11 Server Unit and the Universal Archives. But we're also alienated, so our hand size is reduced by two, so it's a hand size of six. In our hand are Essence of the Dream, 
Promise of Power, Manual of Dexterity, Inquiring Mind, Perception 2, Blood Right, and two I've Got a Plans that count as one. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I'll discard Essence of the Dream. We hit three of six doom, and our encounter card is a Yidian Observer, which engages us. Amanda does Amanda things, discarding the Eye of Truth, drawing a Blood Right, exhausting Dream Enhancing Serum to draw another card. It's a Pathfinder. And then slotting, let's say, the Inquiring Mind. My thinking would be kill the Yidian Observer, clear alienation. Oh, we should have healed as well. Get clue here. Scan. So first action will pay two and play I've got a plan two. We're a three, six, seven, eight on four. Eight on four it is. I wonder if we need to go higher than that. No, eight on four it is. That's good. Skulls are minus four. Eight on four. Elder thing. The Yithian Observer is dead. Second action. Let's scan. It is Mount Sinai. Four shroud and a clue. Revelation put this location into play. Forced. When you would scan at Mount Sinai, it's the green diamond location, test agility one. This test gets plus two difficulty for each clue on this location. If you fail, cancel that scan. So that'd be difficulty three. Hmm. A high security scientific laboratory with a staff of hundreds of full-time live-in colonists. Second action. Oh, that was the scan second action. And do we want cards or do we want resources? Let's take last card. It's a working hunch. Third action. I think we try and investigate and clear our alienation. We are... Ooh. Oh, we could Witten, but there's no card that she can see. Uh, so I remembered that time. So yeah, let's... um. Investigate here for six, four up. Skull is a minus four. Instead of clues, we discard alienation. Fourth and final action. Let's investigate here again. Do we need the clue? Let's pathfind to Mount Sinai. Pay two for working a hunch. We're down to four resources for this clue. And last action scan here. We know there's some green diamond things to find. We're two on one. We can put manual dexterity in and essence of the dream for plus four, five on one, uh, six on one. Zero, pass. This allows a scan. The third card down is green diamond. It's project origami. Put project origami into play next to the act deck. Art is incredible. Help the UCC escape by proving the formula to fold space-time. If an investigator at Mount Sinai controls Universal Archives, we do. Remove it from the game. Spend two clues as a group to add this card to the victory display. The data required is reported to have been discovered somewhere along the edge of the solar system. Okay, that's our other way of helping New Brooklyn. We're down to four cards now in the scanning deck, which is pretty awesome. There's at least one more, I think, that's Asteroid Belt related. Would that be an enemy, though? And we do have the clues we need for repairing the threshold and Project Origami. But where is the stasis cube? And let's keep an eye on the time as well. We're on three of six doom. So our turn was kill, investigate clear, 
scan to bring out Mount Sinai, pathfind down, working a hunch, scan again. Pretty nice turn. Enemy phase, nothing. Upkeep, cards ready, and we draw a crack the case. Oh, where were you a turn ago? We go up to five resources. I mean, we have stabilized resources-wise. Dream Enhancing Serum's drawn us five cards. Skulls, yeah, skulls are minus fours. We've got eight locations in play with no clues. Hand is Pathfinder, Plan, Crack the Case, Two Blood Rites, A Perception, and a Promise of Power. We hit four of six Doom, and our encounter card is The Dark Forest. Okay, it's that nasty, as an additional cost to trigger an action ability, draw the top two cards of the encounter deck. So that would be if we want to use K11 to scan, the Universal Archives to scan, or indeed the Act to scan, which I think we probably want to do fairly soon. So we're going to pathfind back to New Brooklyn. Oh, Amanda hasn't done Amanda things. She's drawn the virtual access key. Well, I think we slot that straight away. Just nice stat line there of five, four, four, four. But with Witten, that's oh, six, five, four, four. So yeah, pathfind up. First action is a scan, which is going to dark forest us, but so be it. We draw the top two cards of the encounter deck. It's Cold Vacuum and Radiant Crown. Cold Vacuum is Test Combat 3. If you fail, you must either discard a non-story asset you control or choose and discard three cards from your hand. I forgot that I've just picked up Essence of the Dream as well. Well, we can give this a decent enough stab to pass. We're a four on three. Let's put in Essence of the Dream. That takes us to six on three, which takes the nasty tokens out of the bag, hopefully. Minus three, pass. Then we've also drawn Radiant Crown. It has Surge, wow. Four encounter cards basically in a row. And it says, put it into play next to the agenda deck. Increase the difficulty of all skill tests by one, and it goes at the end of the round. It surges into a Colors of Space, which is test Willpower three, if you fail, put this card into play in your threat area. You must commit all eligible skill cards in your hand to skill tests performed at your location. And it's just an action to get rid of, but it was also a horror. So that's a willpower four. We have with virtual access key underneath us a five on four, six with Witten. Six on four, we'll give it a go. Curse, evens. Plus one, pass. <laughs> Pro plays. Pro plays. That's a cheeky curse pass. So all of this was just to scan first action. I'm going to take a resource to take us up to six. And we're down to three cards in the scanning deck. We've got through them. Yes, it is an enemy. Exeroid. Two health, two per investigator health, two fight and four evade. Spawn any asteroid belt location. Hunter and retaliate. And forced, after you defeat Exeroid, shuffle it back into the scanning deck. That's no asteroid. Oh, wow, it looks like an asteroid, but it has a mouth and tentacles. Well, let's put it at Mount Sinai, away from us, because we might be leaving. There are three cards left. Looks like one of them looks like Derelict Ship. Ah, I've forgotten to do Project Origami while I was at Mount Sinai. So I could have done that to get rid of the Universal Archives. But is that going to mess us up for what we want to do next? Wow, major misplay here because obviously the Exeroids come out. 
I suppose I could have done that and just said I'm going to do it before I leave and maybe we're going to fly to the derelict ship. Yeah, so that's fine. So I'm going to spend two clues and remove Universal Archives from the game to add Project Origami to the victory display. I could have done that immediately before I've just done my first action, which is a scan. So I think we go, we head to the derelict ship now. And I think the problem with that is, oh, we can still, with the K-11 survey unit, we can still fly to Sol or Earth because it can choose a connecting location if the Tatadamalian is next to them. So yeah, free trigger into the Tatadamalian. And second action, we fly up to the derelict ship. Third action, it has a matching icon up there. So let's scan there without going in using K-11 survey unit. It's a story card without a trace. Your extensive search on board reveals that the crew of the vessel vanished without a trace. There are no signs of forced entry and no corpses to be found. After rebooting the ship's AI, you learn that the starship was named the Casilda, with a C, Casilda, and served as an experimental spacecraft testing a new generation of antimatter engines. The final logs before the blackout describe an unidentified biosignature approaching the Casilda at an alarming velocity. Despite the mysterious disappearances, the starship itself appears to be in pristine condition. You could try to take advantage of the situation and repurpose the vessel for your own needs. You may either choose one. Assume command of the ship. If there are no clues on derelict ship, there's one. Replace the derelict ship with the set-aside Casilda location, keeping all tokens and attachments. Add this card to the victory display. Or scavenge the ship for parts, draw a card and gain a resource, shuffle this card back into the scanning deck. Okay, we could shuffle it back in. There's a one in three chance that it comes up on top. We could Pendant of the Queen to get the clue in there. We'd still have two actions left. We could move in and kill the Yithian Observer. And we'd still have an action left, which could be to scan again and find this card and then get the Casilda location. We'd still have a charge, one charge from Pendant of the Queen, so we can teleport to resign. We haven't yet found the stasis cube, which is what we need for repairing the threshold. Yeah, so I'll draw a card and gain a resource. So burning the midnight oil and takes us up to seven resources. I'll shuffle this back in. No veep. I'll Pendant of the Queen. We're up to three clues. Derelict ship is now empty. And because we're docked with it, Tatadamalian can move straight in. This is me just shuffling the scanning deck. The top card is a soul location card. Third action, we move in. The Yidin Observer engages us. Fourth and final action, let's try and kill it with I've Got a Plan, taking us down to five resources. We're two, four, six, seven on four. And I'll put this perception in, 10 on four. 10 on five because of Radiant Crown. Plus one, wow. Dead Yithian Observer. No actions left to scan, but we have cleared that location. We now have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine locations without clues. So that makes us, skulls are now minus five. So we've got three minus fives in the back. Enemy phase, nothing. Wow, this is, I feel like there's maybe a win right at the edge of our grasp. Enemy phase, nothing. The exeroid is just stranded on the asteroid belt. Upkeep, we draw another Burning the Midnight Oil, so DES triggers, drawing us that shortcut level 2. Not a good choice, 
now that I know this scenario. Radiant Crown disappears and we're back to six resources. We hit five of six Doom and our encounter card is an Offer of Power. Well, we're not taking the Doom, so we're taking two Horror. Very easy. First action scan here, taking us up to seven resources. Top card is Soul. Next card is Without a Trace again. We add this card to the victory display and we swap Derelict Ship with the Casilda location. The Casilda. Okay, it's two Shroud and no clues. It's connected to a detached location and vice versa. Moving to and from the Casilda does not cost an action. Free trigger, spend two resources. Attach the Casilda to any location. Investigators at any location may activate this ability. Ah, you can move it like the Tatadamalian, but not sp spending an action, instead spending two resources. The next location, that was action one, Sol. Oh my goodness, I've forgotten to Amanda to do Amanda things. I've drawn an occult invocation, I would slot a promise of power. That's an easy fix. So we have seven resources. There are two cards left. One of them is Sol. I think the other is Earth related. So I'm going to spend two resources and fly the Casilda to Sol. And I'm going to exhaust K11 survey unit for my second action and scan. It is Ritual of the Sun, another story. Check your campaign log. If you know of the abjuration of the throne, we don't. Otherwise, unfortunately, studying the sun does not yield any answers or promises to how to prevent the supernova. You must help humanity escape before it's too late. It feels like knowing of the abjuration of the throne, which was in the last scenario, is super important. And actually, chatting to some patrons after that episode, a couple of people pointed out how to find it out, and it's it would have taken me a long time to work out. Wow, a lot of things to do at that point. And it says, beware, challenging the throne is no simple task and may doom the solar system to a worse fate. Anyway, unfortunately, studying the sun does not yield any answers or promises as how to escape, prevent the supernova. You must help humanity escape before it's too late. Gain one per investigator clues. Remove this card from the game. Okay, we have two actions left. The final card in the scanning deck has the earth symbol, the brown tear, and a red square, which is Martian Ruins. So, two resources, we can fly the Casilda to Martian Ruins, three trigger move out of it, third action scan here, it's the Stasis Cube, put this card into play under the control of an investigator at your location, double action test intellect three, if you succeed, Remove one Doom from the current agenda and cross out one tally mark under impending Doom in your campaign log. Group limit one success per game. Unfortunately, we've only got a single action left. We've scanned three times and we obviously get a bonus scan it from K2PS187. So we can't do that double action and we are on five of six Doom. The Stasis Cube, if we were at Threshold of Yoggoth, we could stasis cube and spend two clues to clear repairing the threshold. If we went into the Casilda fast action, free, tri uh, free trigger and two resources taking us down to one, we go to threshold of Yoggoth, we jump out at threshold of Yoggoth, uh, mm -mm. the moving of the Casilda, spend two resources, attach it to any location, is limit once per investigator per round. And we moved it to Sol, so then we couldn't have moved it to Martian Ruins. 
So instead, to get to Martian Ruins, I would have used the last Pendant of the Queen charge, and I'm now stranded at Martian Ruins. So, with my last action, I Pathfind to Hope, and I resign. Because I've got us at least to a location with a resign. <laughs> and we miss out on repairing the threshold by... Uh, well, by a fair few actions, actually, because the Casilda, we'd had to strand the Casilda there. So we resign. You gather with the citizens of the colonies inside the underground shelters and pray that whatever plans the officials have come up with to endure the blast will succeed. Resolution 1. Have we done enough? A brilliant light shines over the solar system. The cataclysmic supernova radiates through the void, annihilating all unprotected life and stripping all the heavenly bodies of their precious atmosphere, leaving barren worlds in its wake. In your campaign log, record. The sun went supernova and wiped out most of the solar system. If repairing the threshold is in the victory display, record the Migo safely returned to their home world. It's not in the victory display. If Project Origami is in the victory display, record that the UCC escaped to another galaxy. The investigators who resigned in New Brooklyn read far, far away. Oh, resigned in the wrong place. Oh, I've skipped one. If Last Hope is in the victory display, record that Hope was shielded from the blast. The investigators who resigned in Hope read Beyond Hope. So, yes, that's true. We did do that. Beyond Hope. After the blackout finally ended, you and your fellow companions left the underground shelters of Hope to witness a dazzling array of painterly gases and a faint white sphere, the residual legacy of the sun. Colony researchers have claimed that it would have been impossible for the electromagnetic shield protect the entire planet from the blast without the unexpected but embraced energy spike originating from the nearby alien ruins. It is the dawn of a new beginning for mankind, the age of the white sun. You live the rest of your days helping the megapolis sustain itself and recounting the fantasy stories of your life on earth. And yet you wonder, as you look up to the light of the white dwarf, how long until it too inevitably decays and humanity will once more need to escape extinction. In your campaign law record that your investigator lived the remainder of their days with hope. And the investigators win the campaign? Proceed to epilogue. Wait for all investigators to read their resolutions first. Check the campaign log. If hope was shielded from the blast or the UCC escaped to another galaxy, proceed to epilogue one. Despite all odds, humanity survived in the second apocalypse. Beneath the light of new stars and amidst the dust of the dead, humanity enters a golden era of scientific development and prosperity. When the white dwarf that used to be the sun extinguishes, mankind will have colonised half a galaxy worth of stars. Some of the worlds will succumb to the madness of the ancient ones, but most will survive and thrive. And yet, after billions and billions of years, the net entropy of the universe continues to increase, slowly and steadily. The stars go dim, one by one, until what the beings that descended from what was once humanity must survive by extracting the negligible amount of radiation released by the only celestial bodies remaining in the universe, black holes. And still, after a finite but uncountable time, even the black holes will evaporate. If the Maigo safely return to their home world, we go to epilogue 4, otherwise we skip to epilogue 3. And when all the black holes do disappear, and all that is left is a vacuum of vastly separated photons and electrons, 
life in the cosmos would cease to exist. Our universe succumbs to a cold and empty death, leaving behind a world of maximum decay and infinite dark matter. A world that was once known to some as Carcosa. In your campaign log record that the realm of Carcosa overtook our universe and Tasilda rules over the black stars. So here ends our face check of Dark Matter, the fan-made campaign by Axolotl. My instinct at the end there is one of awe, really. I'm so impressed. It was an incredible ride. It felt to me like Amanda was a great choice because obviously I needed to do a bit of everything. And it felt to me like thematically, thematically, mechanically, mechanically there was a theme that arose, which was this idea of solving puzzles and moving around. And I think that that was really captured very well by the idea of being in space and moving from place to place. I was actually thinking as I was playing this, this was reminding me a bit of Devil Reef and a lot more generous with moving the boat around rather than uh, in Devil Reef where getting on and off the boat is quite an ordeal. I imagine that this scenario with four players could be sort of frustrating with everyone sort of rushing around and wanting to get to different places. I also wonder if I'd done all three, would that at least have unlocked something of a better ending? But yeah, set aside still is Tisilda, the Royal Princess of Carcosa, another act in agenda. Oh, Domag to Eel. Good that we avoided that. So that's the mistake that ended the world. Five fight, three health, five evade. Ancient one abomination elite. Wow. A massive alien entity the Maigo have been growing in the moon for centuries in an attempt to forestall the return of the ancient ones. When the earthling cultists released it, the moon began shifting its orbit, waking the ancient ones. Incredible. The art on Tisilda, by the way, is, I think, incredible. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. So there's definitely more for me to explore there. And I'm left wondering who an appropriate investigator would be for that exploration. Amanda has proved herself to be very capable, although we'd struggled a little bit with resources. Overall, I just had a really fun time with it. Really fun. I think it's hard not to think about the challenges that I've been feeling I've been having with the Scarlet Keys and comparing it to this and thinking about the tightness of the design here. Not, I don't... It's not about better or worse design, absolutely not, but just that in many ways this feels like very classic Arkham. There's not other things you need to do. You just have to move around, get clues, defeat enemies, and there's just a really nice puzzle element to it. So I guess that's the highest praise I can offer it. I've just I've had a really good time with it, really good. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. This is an exciting time if you're a patron. You can choose what we're playing next, more or less, and who I should play. So... Come on over to the Think On Your Feet channel on the Discord, start chatting with me, and we can start making plans for the next series. Really hope you've enjoyed this, really hope it was easy to follow, and hope to catch you soon. Thank you.